0: Hi, this is Faith Powell. Hey, this is Bella Perron. And this is Ashley Supa. We're the band Plush, and you're listening to Tom and Zeus on the Shout It Out Loudcast.
1: That's right, we're back with another episode of Dorm Damage, the show where anything and everything is on the table, and the table gets smashed. It's spooky season, people, and you know what that means, right, Zeus?
2: Yes, it's Tom and Zeus's Halloween Picks Volume 2. We yeah. did this last year, Tom, and this is now our first annual type episode for dorm damage our second halloween pick i mean and we talked about it last time this is one of the reasons we really want to do this show because we yep. needed to get that release where can tom talk about this thing that you're very well known for pulling large pieces of furniture <laughs> out of your ass and for having a vast knowledge about horror movies yeah so we're up to volume two if you're looking for last year's episode, it's on Dorm Damage, episode three. Yep. Look around October back then of 2022, and take a look at the movies Tom recommended. There, I recommended some as well. Yep. We're on to volume two, Tom. That's
1: right. Yeah, and my, my list. So I, when I do my list, I try to pick out a couple classics, couple, but most of my list, I try to go like deep, deep, deep undercover. Stuff that's like only available on streaming or stuff that you might not have ever heard of or um, but I mix in uh, some things that, that people that's kind of relatively well known. So, we'll, you know, we'll just have some fun here and hopefully if you guys are interested in these, most of the things on my list are either available for streaming or rental, depending on what you have for streaming services or whatever or cable they, they they're, they're pretty much readily available. They might not all be free, but they should be available.
2: Yeah, for me, mine are more generic, more popular, uh, you know, pop culture movies that we all kind of know. Uh, And a lot of times, horror is not my genre. But there are some that stick out. And we're picking 10. They're not in any order. I don't think we're not ranking them as our best. And some of these could have been on last year's episode. We're just throwing movies together that we think people should check out. So, Tom, I'm going to go first this time. So, for me... The movie that really inspired a lot and changed, I think, is uh, changed horror and became a fucking impact type of movie. And that is the original Scream. Mm, yo, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So
2: we were in college in the 90s. So Party of Five is on. I love Neve Campbell. She was like this cute girl next door. And obviously we all loved Courtney Cox at the time from friends and stuff. And so I was immediately hooked. Just the fact that they spun the horror movie, like they were in on the joke. Yep. And it was written by, I think it's Kevin Williamson that wrote that. He was really into pop pop culture. He's got and a West lot of
1: Craven, pop and in we, West, West Craven, Craven from nightmare on Elm street. Yep.
2: The whole, everything, the way they were like, kind of like the kids would kind of tell you like, Oh, this is going to happen. Cause And they were kind of in on the joke and that fucking crazy ending where like the, the the murderer gets revealed. Awesome. Yeah. And it also had that opening beginning that just threw all moviegoers aside. Oh, it's Drew Barrymore. And then she gets that call. Yep. And now you got the ghost face guy who's now legendary as a murderer. He's up there. You can put his face up there. With Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Jason's hockey mask, and uh, Michael Myers's mask, you yep. know who Ghostface is, kind of. Yeah. Um, loved it. I thought it was well written, well done. Some of the sequels are better than others, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, the original Scream is just—if you've never seen it, it's a great movie in and of itself.
1: Yeah, and it's and it's still it still survives. They're still making sequels, and some of the most recent sequels are actually pretty decent. Yeah, but yeah. When that came out. Horror was kind of in a weird place, but that was like self-referential, like like meta, exactly. like it was exactly, and it ca- and it captured, like you said, it captured the audience. That was when, like I know what you did last summer. They took all these beautiful yeah. people from TV and put them in horror movies. So you had like the hot chicks, the good-looking guys, and it cracked that,
2: that, everything. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It was a it was a, a whole new generation. Yeah, I
2: can I can fucking date it for you because then when I remember when I went in and saw Scream Two, yep. It was the first time I came home and I went to a chat room oh, and okay. people were talking about like, did you guys just see it? Who the murderer is? And people were just all talking. I was so enthralled with it. I really got into the franchise. Like, I was in there with other people fucking you know, oh, the killer is so-and-so, but why did it? you know, all of a sudden I'm like that's the internet. That yeah. was the high point of the internet it's gone fucking down the toilet since then. Yep. But that's my number 10.
1: Okay. All right. Now, my number 10, again, these really aren't in order. uh, But my number 10 is obviously it's definitely not as popular as Scream. But if you're into horror and if you're into, like, that found footage, you know, Blair Witch type stuff, there's a movie called Wreck. It's R-E-C, as in record, like on a video camera, record. It's called R-E-C. It's a Spanish-language film. There was a U.S. remake, and the U.S. remake was called Quarantine. So it's a, it's a movie about a star in Jericho
2: (laughs) (laughs) PJ Farley. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yes.
1: Uh, So it's a movie about this, like Spanish news team that their, their assignment is going to be just to follow around like a, like a fire department kind of thing, like going to a call at like a, and, and what happens is shit goes fucking sideways badly. And this is, I'm telling you, American horror is great, but Spanish horror, Asian horror, they do things so differently where they really know how to tap into shit, so I would recommend the Spanish version, the US version is really good too, there's a couple sequels but the original is awesome, it's it's usually like R-E-C, like all capital letters, you know, like a, like I said, like a record button on a, on a video camera, because it's all like live, like found footage type shit, it's fucking scary as shit, not a lot of things scare me, this is a good one.
2: Wow, that sounds like a good yeah. concept. it's good. All right. Number nine for me is a big budget movie, Tom. Yep. And you're going to be like, huh? And that is the 2005 version of King Kong. Oh, okay. I have this nightmare that has I've had since I was a little kid. Okay. And that is me in my house. And I'm in a two-story house (laughs) and looking out and seeing bushes giant trees just moving and moving and all of a sudden like a fucking giant like <laughs> monster is like gorilla <laughs> is kind like you can't escape it you're not gonna outrun it yeah <laughs> I, I've had that forever that stays with me when I saw this movie it's not so much as Kong but yeah that does fear me like all of a sudden when he comes in the window and he sees you and he sees yeah. the girl and he's like I'm gonna fucking kill you that but it's those. was like everything is giant on that yeah. album. And when those bugs start fucking eating people, those nasty bugs, that is the spookiest shit. Like, I ah, can't I've, deal I've, with that stuff.
1: I've, I've never seen it, it. Never saw it.
2: Oh, no. Yep. Yep. You would like it. It's okay. really good. Okay. Um, and Naomi Watts is hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's great. Peter Jackson did a great job doing it. It's just. Okay a whole different fucking thing vibe. And I'm telling you that dream is still there. Fucking gorilla. Just chasing me through the fucking woods. Anyway. Good. uh, I'm
1: glad you picked one. I didn't see. Awesome. uh, Okay. Uh, Another one. So this, if you're into horror and stuff, you've probably heard about this. This came out in 2011. This one's called your next. So it starts out as it's like a big family reunion at a mansion And it starts out as you think it's your typical home invasion type home attack type movie, which it is. But there's a twist. There's a little bit of like weird kind of dark comedy. And there is some vicious, vicious gore and like just brutal violence. It ends up turning into like a revenge film type thing. And the main protagonist, as the movie continues along, is this super hot chick with an English accent. It's called Your Next 2011. You got, you guys gotta see this. And if you're a horror fan, you've definitely seen it. Who's the actress? She's kind of a no name. So the girl's name, who's the main character, or like pretty much the, the kind of like the final girl, quote unquote. Her name is Sharni Vinson. She's smoking hot and she just she just ends up taking control of the movie as it progresses it's really cool and the one of the real scary creepy things about this is the masked like the intruders they wear like these pig masks and like these animal masks like over their head so it's really fucking creepy but this one's entertaining but uh it's got some pretty vicious kills and it. it's it's a it's a good one
2: all right Tom Tom for my number eight. I think I'm going to pick the oldest movie on this, that we'll ever see on this show. Do it.
0: Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons...
2: The original Nosferatu. Yes. Now, I got this a long time ago. And I can't explain it to you. I know it's black and white. I know it's a silent fucking movie. That fucking guy. Yep. In that makeup is the spookiest thing. And maybe because it does look like Victorian times. Because it's done in the 20s and whatever. Yep. Um, So it wasn't that long ago for these people. Yeah, I love it. I I like the original Dracula Nosferatu. They didn't have the rights to Bram Stoker's Dracula, and that's why they originally had done it. And it's a silent German movie. Yep. So then there's also that fucking movie with Willem Dafoe and John Malkovich called Shadow of the Vampire, and they take the story of making this movie. Yep. And, like, it just kind of turn it around and flip it upside down and just it may it just fucked up you should see yeah. that movie too as well but the original nosferatu scares the fuck out of me
1: that's a good one and then you go back and then you fast forward to salem's lot and he kind of total inspiration of look. he oh, looks yeah. like nosferatu the guy in yeah. that so yeah
2: apparently there's a new nosferatu movie being made there is yep right it's yep. coming out soon this should be good so check yep. that out
1: all right. So the next one I got here is a is kind of a streamer type movie where I discovered this on, I don't know if it was Shutter or Amazon Prime or something. This one I saw it recently again. I watched it again, and it has definite rewatchability. It's fucking creepy as shit. This one came out in 2014. It's called The Last Shift. And it's actually a pretty, pretty creative plot. So it's a it's a story about a rookie cop who has to there's a police station that's going to be closing permanently but before it closes permanently they have to keep it open for this one last shift so her assignment as a rookie is just to be at this at this police station and just make sure that nothing happens all, all the 911 calls have been rerouted to the other station it, but they need to keep this open for the night whatever they don't really get into explaining that um and again without giving anything away shit goes sideways and gets really dark and really creepy and really like it's this one's really really unsettling there's a little bit of like blood and stuff but this one really turns up like the scare factor the spook factor the creepiness and the rookie cop she's it's a female and uh she she just she really does an awesome job playing the role of somebody that's like terrified and scared shitless definitely worth checking out
2: yeah it's uh Sounds like, like I like all the premises of your fucking movies. Yeah, they, they sound like they're gonna scam me. I'm like, they, I don't know they, if I want to see. They it. Uh,
1: That's that's the thing. Like I I love I love a good plot, like a good plot, like almost shit that's almost like that's almost like reality based in a way, like. I mean, obviously, this movie isn't reality based, but the fact that you could be like in a police station and just be like, yeah, you know, this is the last night. We just need you to stand here and man the phone and make sure nothing happens. And, and then it just, it goes
2: nuts. So. But it's funny because I remember you saying this in last year's episode that those are the type of movies you actually gravitate towards. Yeah. You're not more like, like,
1: uh, monsters and stuff.
2: Yeah. Right. You right. like things that can more or less, it could happen. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're not to, into to, the, not the, just, glorious slasher and right and those are and, fun those uh, are fun but they're not scary
1: to me you know yeah. what i mean yeah. No,
2: i i get what you mean yeah um my movie number seven is a 2007 movie you've probably seen it it's based on a stephen king uh short novel aren't they all and that's 1408
1: oh great one right yes and that's
2: with john cusack and samuel L. jackson Yes. Where, uh, I guess Cusick is like uh investigating stupid, like destroying fake haunted mansions and stuff like that. And so he was told just go to he went to this fictionary New York hotel. Just stay out of room 1408. Whatever the fuck. Samuel Jackson like, goddamn snake. God door. damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh 1408. And then obviously he goes in, and then obviously shit fucking happens.
1: Yep. That's a good one.
2: Um, Yeah, it's a very good one. And just Samuel Jackson can act just with his eyes, just the expression that he gives. And apparently there are like four different endings to this movie. Pick the one you like. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, it's it's got a lot. Of, it's got that spookiness shit and paranormal stuff. So I think people would like that movie. It's a good oh, movie.
1: I, I agree. Totally agree. All right. I'm going with an Italian horror movie here. And again, a preface this by saying, if you are a horror fan, you, you know, you know, this movie, you know, this director. So this came out in 1977, directed by Dario Argento, a famous Italian horror director. And the movie is Suspiria. So if you're into, so I I know I, I mentioned Asian horror, Spanish horror, Italian horror is really weird because sometimes the stuff is like way over the top with like the violence and the blood, but it's also kind of has like a little bit of a, like a little kind of like a fun factor to it. So this one is, it's an, it's an American woman who goes to Germany to go to this like prestigious, like ballet dance Academy. And she comes to find out that the dance Academy is the front for something else. And it's one of those movies where it's kind of like a slow burn where like, you, you know, that something bad is happening and you know that there's something going on in this dance academy but you don't know what you don't know who's responsible what it is but you're in her shoes and you can like feel like her being like what the fuck is going on and when the reveal happens at the end you're just like oh man it's it's so good do not under any circumstances watch the remake the remake mangled this movie it's a fucking mess don't watch the remake night but check out the original 1977 it's so good Really, really interesting movie.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, it's a good one. Number six for me. I'm going old school again, Tom. I'm going with the original Frankenstein movie. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. 1931. Yep. It's alive, alive. So good. (laughs) And you know, and look, I love Boris Koloff. I think he's awesome. Yep. Big, tall, scary, big, thick eyebrows. Yep. Wrench. It's got. That guy Dwight Fry, who was fucking Renfield in the original Dracula. Now yep. he's like Igor. It's got the guy that played uh, Van Helsing. What's his name? E- Edward Van Sloan. That was mm-hmm. the character actor. Uh, the guy that plays uh, Dr. Frankenstein, Colin Clive. You see him all the time. I yeah. got him into him when he was doing fucking from weird science clips. Yeah. One other little tidbit is great is that they fucking use that universal stuff. When they did Young Frankenstein, Mel Brooks took the same, used yep. the same shit to yep. make it look as spooky. Original Frankenstein, the story, the plot, everything, and that whole thing about Frankenstein and how, like over the top it was, like, and they're throwing like flowers into the water, they're throwing flowers at the oh, little girl. Oh, that scene! And then the little chick, and like the sensors and all that shit about that. It's Got a lot of history to it. And I love that there's that rivalry between fucking Karloff and Bela Lugosi. He's always bitching that. Well, he just like moans. He doesn't do anything. But whatever. Uh, Fantastic. I love the original universal horror movies. And I had to throw Frankenstein on the list.
1: Yeah, those universal movies. Even if you don't think that they're scary, because you know it's almost it's been almost a hundred years, you gotta watch they're so entertaining, they're yeah. so well made.
2: It's just nostalgia. Yeah.
1: I yeah. fucking
2: love it. It reminds me, me too. of Halloween me too. and stuff.
1: I got the Universal Monsters like collection on Blu-ray. I think it's Dracula, Frankenstein, uh Wolfman, Mummy, Invi- Invisible, it, Man. Invisible Man, Creature, Creature from, from the Black, Black Lagoon. Lagoon. I think it's yeah, they're just yeah. they're such great movies. They're like yeah. they're actual like films. Yep. Yeah, they're yep. great. Number 6 for me, I'm going to cheat a little bit. This might not be the first time I cheat in this episode. I'm going with paranormal activity. Oh, that's a big one. But I'm going to throw like pretty much the franchise in here because okay. so I love found footage movies. If they they they're very they can eat, very easily get get be fucked up. But when they're done well, I think they're very 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 effective. Now, the first one took the world by storm because it was very unique and some people say that it's kind of boring but the first four movies of this series they're kind of taken out of order like the second one the part two is like a prequel part three but they're all kind of connected and then they kind of spun off a little bit and did their own things and then paramount plus actually did their did an original one called paranormal activity next of kin which i actually thought was pretty effective and pretty pretty scary but i think this series is is really well done i mean i know some people think they're boring or stupid but if you don't like found footage i can see that but for me these these i never get tired of these i think if if one of them is on i think they're very well made i think they're i think they're effective i like to use the word when i say effective to me that means like they're scary they do something to me and i think this series does that a lot
2: i uh, i'm with you on that
1: yeah they're good
2: all right Number five for me, again, in today's standard, you'd be like, that's not scary. But when it came out, and just the fucking just weirdness of it, and that is the birds.
1: Mm, oh, God. I fucking hate birds, but I love this movie. <laughs>
2: because we always see nightmare. that shit where you're like, why is there fucking 10,000 birds up there? And they're all swooping down. Because their behavior... Is always linked to shit that we as humans don't know. Like, what are the birds doing? What's going on? And when they start attacking everybody, and when they shit. come down and they go swoop and they go, "Wee hoo, kiar, kiar," and they, and they, and they bite their horsey in the teeth. <laughs> just wild birds. But the birds, Hitchcock just makes a movie that would could be so silly. He, but he makes and, it effective. and he makes it just yep. what a story that this fucking lady comes into town and ever something about her, I like, think makes all the birds go nuts.
1: Dude, that scene of that, that iconic scene of her like in the phone booth trying to like yeah. hide from oh, And I fucking hate birds on a good day. <laughs> so I or, just hate them. So
2: or when you, when she like, when the people are looking back and there's like fucking millions of them yeah. just on like the fucking yeah. wire, And you're like, what the fuck? Like, they can just come in and attack. Just that movie. It's just a great overall
1: movie. So Zeus doesn't like birds or gorillas. So (laughs) (laughs) scary shit. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um, All right. Number five for me. So I'm going to go old school too here. This one came out the year we were born. 1973. The Wicker Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, man.
2: I saw the I saw the
1: the don't watch
2: the remake with Nicolas (laughs) Cage, one of the worst. Don't
1: don't go near the remake with Nicolas Cage. So, again, like Zeus, I like my old movies, too. This one is so I'm not going to say that this is scary. I would describe this as very, very, very unsettling. So this police officer goes out to this island to investigate what he thinks is like a missing person and he discovers that this island is kind of again not what it seems the people are kind of odd they have weird beliefs and then the conclusion of the movie is just one of the most iconic scenes if you're a horror fan so it's again it's it it, it's the kind of horror movie where it's kind of makes you anxious and nervous and unsettling it's like what the fuck is going on and you and this police officer is like Movies, m- m- horror movies or thriller movies, where the main character is out of their element, to me is so unsettling. Because it's like if you go someplace and you don't know where you are, or, and you don't know the people, and like you're all you're alone. To me, that's just unsettling. And this this is that movie, but but this is worth it just for the conclusion alone. And again, do not go near the remake with Nicolas Cage. I take your word for it. That's bad. That remake is painful.
2: Um, Number four for me. This was one of those TV 38 movies. Oh, yeah. Fucking uh, the movie loft or something like that. I watched yeah. one day. It was just on. It is the stupidest movie, but I remember being so grossed out and it was just so bad. Oh, no. It's a 1975 movie called Squirm. Oh, oh, God, dude. I can't stay. Again, all of your nature movies. So gorillas, birds, and worms. So so stupid. But like worms is some sort of like oh. electrocution. And all these worms come out of the ground. And they're fucking eating, killing people and shit. So, and there's I, millions of worms everywhere. <laughs> I can't. St- See, I can't. Just the, the word squirm makes me sick. Just that word. Oh, oh fuck i can't after an electrical storm causing earthworms to rise to the surface and it's just fucking nasty it's gross it's gross and and you're right that
1: was the era when it when it was like nature takes over they had horror movies they had horror movies about like frogs and like (laughs) birds like it was like all nature run amok type shit yeah 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 Number four for me. So here is one I discovered about. I think this came out in 2021. I discovered this on streaming. Might have been Amazon Prime. I'm not sure. This one, again, I'll use the word effective. The plot was super interesting and creative. It's a movie called The Deep House. (laughs) And it is. It sounds exactly what it is. But yeah, it sounds exactly what it is. So it's the story is about a couple who they are, they do like underwater exploration. Um, so they take this trip to go into this lake area and they discover that this mansion has been submerged in this lake. Like this lake was like artificially created and they discover that this house is, is under the lake. So they start exploring it. So long story short, it turns into a haunted house movie but the entire movie is underwater. That's so it's up, it's so it's super fucked up because they they're like battling with their like oxygen levels, like it so imagine like a haunted house movie, like you know, like the conjuring or something like that, but it's completely underwater.
2: It's fucked mm-hmm. up. Super, super cool p- premise and really, really scary. All right, Tom, I can't believe no one's picked this yet in two years. Do it number number three, the original Friday the thirteenth. Oh, I just watched that on Friday because it was Friday the Thirteenth. Sit down, yep. chair number two. Will be ready in a minute. Yep. All right. So here's the thing. No, Jason. What scares me the most? Yeah, I lo- I like actually like it because he was like someone getting their revenge it has nothing to do with Jason. Jason was just a background story. Yep. When the mom shows up. Oh man. And then the camera gets on. She's got this, like, menacing glee of, like, swinging the fucking axe. I was like, ah! Yep. And that actress is just fucking terrifying to me. And yep. I was always like, oh, my God, if I ever see this person in per- in person, I'd fucking shit myself. Yeah. Unbelievably scary. And that was the first of the horror movies. I was a Friday the 13th guy, not so much a um, Halloween I remember yep. those. I don't know. Maybe it was a cable box thing. Maybe one was on Showtime. One was on HBO sometime. But I remember Friday the 13th always being on. And yep. that fucking mom, when she shows up at the end. Yep. What the fuck? Mrs.
1: That, that first Friday the 13th is honestly probably the only one in the entire franchise that to me is like legitimately like scary. It's a story. You know what I mean? Because it's a whodunit. You don't know who's doing anything until the very end. Yeah, and it's 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 really well made. It's like it's creepy. Like th- the rest of them are like fun to watch, but then are not. Scary. Also, okay,
2: so all of a sudden, Jason, who drowned in the fucking water ten years later, has been living in the woods by himself as a thirteen-year-old boy.
1: We could do a whole podcast on the Friday the Thirteenth franchise if you want to do that. But <laughs> and the,
2: the stupidity of it all. Right? Exactly.
1: Exactly. Oh very. Yep. Very dumb. But I, I I agree with you. The first one totally legit. I that love
2: fucking it. Fucking mom. Holy yep. fuck.
1: Yep. All right, my number three, and I'm going to go to a classic from the 80s, and this has some scares, a lot of laughs, incredible effects for the time where you might think if you watch it now or if your kids watch it now, they might be like, this is fucking stupid. But (laughs) But when it came out in 1985, we loved it, and that's the original Fright Night. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that movie. So fun. Such a great story. It's almost like a almost like Rear Window. The kid Charlie thinks his neighbor is a vampire. You know, nobody believes him. They think he's crazy. His girlfriend ends up getting taken in with him. The, the his best friend ends up getting taken in with him. You know, it's got real like nasty like practical effects. You know, none of the CGI shit because it was nineteen eighty five. It's really really fun movie. Again, if you if you're a horror it's got fan, you Marcy from next door
2: from the Bundys. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. Yes, yes, right. Pra- Chris Roddy Sarandon, McDowell Roddy, Roddy McDowell plays like one of the he plays like a like a character from like a TV show super fun movie it's re- that's i love that i still like that one to this day i remember that that was a big one when cable when we were like cable and like vcr like rental shit good C. one
2: Randon's a, a a Grecian fellow yeah and uh he just come off only a couple of years earlier playing al pacino's gay lover in uh, dog day afternoon Oh geez, that's what right. Movie. That's great. right, yeah. Movie. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that movie. Yep. Fucking, okay, Marcy Darcy. <laughs> All right. Number two, Tom. Uh, another classic. I, I can't believe we waited this long, and that is the original psycho. Oh, dude. One of the that's best. The premise, way ahead of its time. Yep. Just that fucking. Even just the, the image of him, the poster and the stuff, when yep. he's looking down, looking down, his head is down, but his eyes are up. Like I'm looking at you. Yeah. And that scene at the end, when it, when the like the mom comes out, wink wink. I'm yep. not gonna say in case you know what's seen it. Yep. Is just it, like yeah. When that it's, came out in the '60s, and they start you know explaining it to people, like the end when the cop is just narrating. And just also in the beginning part, the shower scene, which yep. is beyond legendary, like you're like, now what wasn't that like the main story
1: yeah. exactly, just like scream almost yeah, right Think about it. and that that movie's that movie's over sixty years old, and it is still I'll use the word again effective to this day,
2: yeah, and it's still didn't it's have a to overdo it it's just great storytelling brilliant late-acting. brilliant
1: brilliant movie.
2: And then his twin ended up going to Stonehill and living with Chuck <laughs> Oh,
1: Jesus Christ, Todd.
2: That kid looked like he looked like Norman Bates. Scientist. Yes, he was he Norman did. Bates. He was he was he Anthony Perkins. Just yeah. like him.
1: Yeah, he was Anthony Perkins. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great poll right there for you. Poor
2: guy, poor guy died of AIDS, Anthony Perkins. AIDS. Oh,
1: oh, okay, I'm glad you clarified that it was Anthony Perkins who died of AIDS.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, I know. No, I don't know. Maybe he did too, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying. God. Uh, All right. Number All right, two so, for you.
1: Yeah, number two for me. So I'm going to go deep again with a streaming movie that I discovered. Uh, and this came out in 2019 incredibly uh, uh, again uh, uh, running theme of my movies original plot original premise this is a movie called the cleansing hour okay it's a it's a movie about these guys who do a TV show and it's like a reality show and the show is based on them doing like exorcisms you know like like dealing with spirit and and it's it's fake it's a hoax and you you, as a view as a viewer, you know that these guys are scammers well, come to find out, they do one and it's not a scam. It's not a hoax. Now, exorcism type movies to me are very easy to fuck up. They can either be really, really good or super cheesy and corny and be like, this is stupid. Because everybody always, you always go back to the original exorcist from the 70s. Yeah. This one is so good. The, it's it. I don't want to give too much away. Again, it's available on streaming. If you're into these kind of possession movies, this one is so damn good. It's it's excellent. I can't recommend enough. If you're into possession movies, nice. The, yep.
2: The Cleansing Hour. Yes. All right. Number one is a movie that you could do a fucking fifty part documentary on. Okay. We all know it. We all love it. It is so like deep. There's so many things happening that you're like, what the fuck? But when you get down to it, it's one guy's acting performances that just fucking puts it over the top. And that's The Shining. Oh, God. Yeah. My God. I don't know what part we should talk about. Like that. Again, we could do fucking a series on this. What yep. part when the girl comes out of the fucking water and also she turns into the old lady, the two twins, the fucking. Yep. Red rum, and then you don't know what the fuck he keeps saying, it, and all of a sudden the mirrors are the in, door. The, yep. And then the fucking two little sister twin sisters. Yeah. Or his fucking fake conversations in the bathroom. It, the movie's insane. It, it t- you've always been the kid. You've
1: always been the caretaker. And
2: a caretaker. Yeah. And they're just like, where do you there? you gonna watch YouTube after YouTube after YouTube clip breaking this fucking Taking the story of Stephen King, and I don't care what he says in bitches, I know they did a different version of it later, his yep. own TV-type movie version yep. of it. What fucking What's-In-Call-It did made it better, in my yep. opinion. I'm sorry.
1: I agree. And if you're interested in something really fun, there's a, a documentary, Um there's a movie called Room 237 that came out. Came out in 2012. Is
2: that with fucking uh, Florence from um, the Jeffersons? And uh, that's two two seven. And Smitty from Sanford and Son. Who who with Jack A? (laughs) And Smitty from Sanford and Son.
1: So it's a movie called Room Two Three Seven, and it, all it is is a documentary about people with their various interpretations of the movie and their conspiracy theories. Oh, Stanley Kubrick was actually talking about the moon landing when he wrote this movie. Oh, he's yeah. talking about that. Yeah. It's yeah. So, it's so cool. But the but anyways, get back to the Shining itself. Fucking amazing.
2: How about the little background stories? Like, cause I you know you remember seeing this movie? Like I've seen this movie at least. 15, 20 times. Oh, yeah. If yeah. it's on TV, you stop and you watch it. But You have to. Yeah. How about the different times you probably watch in your life, you're like, what the fuck is that? Yep. The fucking guy in the costume when he walks by. And oh, my God, dude, I still and don't the know anim- how that is. And the animal costume and he's I like, st- fuck it. I st- I still it's all don't the know what- bestiality yeah. and all the fucking like yeah, I child still rape that was going on in that fucking hotel yep. and all sorts of fucked up shit that was happening supposedly there. Yep. And then I'm like, well, wait a minute. Who's the caregiver? Is it the guy that fucking is clean him up in the bathroom, and then there's the picture of him back at the end, and then you're like, "What the fuck? Who is it?" And you're like, "Is it time traveling, or is it a spirit that's always been there? Is it Scatman (laughs) Crothers?" Who I I remember Scatman Crothers because he's done a million things in the 80s and stuff. Yeah. And he was a Transformer voice. I remember because he was like the first Transformer to I had. And I used to watch the Transformers cartoon and he did one of the voices. Wow. That's good trivia. Yeah. Wow. Uh, But The Shining is just, again, we could dissect this all day. Just fucking brilliance.
1: Yep. All right. So, again, these aren't in any order, but this is number one for me. Again. Movies that to me have the potential of really happening and home invasion is probably, other than probably my house catching on fire, home invasion is probably the most terrifying thing I could ever imagine in my life. And in my opinion, no other movie has ever captured the terror of a home invasion better than the movie The Strangers from 2008. Uh, first of all, the characters the different masks that they're wearing the way that the movie is such a slow anxiety inducing burn. You know, they ring the doorbell and they ask for somebody Oh, you have the wrong, this the wrong house. You know, they look out the window. The people are sta- like, just, just terrifying shit. And it's got one of the, it's got one of the great lines in, 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 a, in any horror movie and Liv Tyler is one of the main characters. Yeah. And,
0: yeah, you know, they're it.
1: sitting there, in the chairs and they say, why, why are you doing this to us? And the girl goes, because you were home like that right there is just like, it's just fucking terrifying. And yeah, it's just, and that's the kind of shit I'm like, I can't, I, yeah, I can't do that, but scary as shit i mean some people find it boring but to me those no, those, 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 no. those movies some people need horror some people need constant action you know constant
2: killing constant violence and I, do you know to, why because i think they're so scared they'd rather have that constantly so they don't have time to think to feel you don't have build, time to and think build, and build up that anxiety like, exactly like, dude, yep. are these people gonna fuck it like you start becoming like them are these people gonna come in? Where the fuck are? Why don't you call the right, cop? Like, right. do you have a gun? Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Like, your mind starts racing. You start feeling like those yes like those murders all around, and that guy gets killed in the cabin. Right. That guy, you're like, oh, yeah,
1: all right. Yeah, like Friday the 13th, part seven is not scary.
2: Okay. It's, 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 it's I mean, it might that one, the, the dog pisses on Jason's grave and gets hit by lightning and he comes out of the dead or something like that. <laughs>
1: Freddy versus
2: Jason. Yeah. We're not going to get into that stupidity. Jason takes <laughs> Manhattan and fights like gangs. Gang. The only good thing about Jason takes Manhattan is he
1: fights a guy on the roof of a building and punches the guy so hard his head falls off. It's fucking so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh, God. But anyways, um, anyways, was a
2: lot of fun guys, yeah. check out the movies. Tell us what you think. Tell us what, if we miss something and uh, we'll get back to this. This is going to be a tradition. Tom loves his horror movies. So yep. um, I, I'm happy. We did this again. Our first annual type episode on dorm damage. And this was a doozy. So till next time. Peace out, Girl Scout.